Praise the Lord, everyone. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Good to worship Jesus and give glory to his name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. want to uh, begin by uh, going uh, right to our uh, scripture verse. We're going to be going uh, taking it into context this morning. It's going to be uh, in Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, chapter 6. We're going to be reading uh, seven verses beginning at verse 10. We're going to go 10 through 17. So Ephesians 6, beginning at verse 10. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Begins reading like this. It's finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And drawing your attention right back to the last two that are read, 16 and 17. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Let's pray this morning. Lord, thank you for this service so far. Thank you for your presence being here. And Lord, now as your Word goes forth, be be what I need to be in you, Lord Jesus. Give me the words that you want to have said. Go forth to your people, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say, Amen, Amen. You can be seated. And This morning on those uh, Scripture texts, I'd like to speak to you on the title, Victorious Faith. Victorious faith. I want to tell someone this morning, I want to give you a stronger hope that you are going to have you're going to have victory in your faith. You have victorious faith this morning. If you endure to the end and you hold fast to Jesus, your faith will be victorious this morning. I want to uplift someone in that this morning. I want you to know wholeheartedly this morning that your faith will be victorious. It is becoming more and more difficult uh, to feel like uh, that you can stay strong in Jesus with all this going on in society and our workplaces and and, uh, the world around us, things that transpire and different events that take place, different uh, teachings that goes forth. But if we endure to the end, our faith will be victorious. Glory to the name of the Lord. I want to welcome all the ones that may be watching by means of the Internet this morning. Uh, Welcome you uh, and appreciate you tuning in this morning. Now, I looked up uh, faith in Merriam-Webster's dictionary, and it gave two accounts. Uh, The first being uh, complete trust or confidence in someone or something, a strong loyalty. Number two, it it said strong belief in God or the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So um, based on the first account, uh, I have faith in this here platform that's up here on this this stage or platform. 
It is, it is shown to me that it's going to withstand me, everyone that comes up on it, the different musical instruments up here, everything on this stage. I can trust and believe in, in, in it because I can see it, I'm on it, I can feel it. The only way my faith will detour is if something happens and I go crashing through. But until then, I've got faith in this platform. So I've got some loyalty that I can stand up here and, and speak to you this morning. But number two, on a spiritual basis, uh, going to my personal uh, uh, feeling of it, my faith in God and that Holy Ghost power, when I first experienced that uh, and felt it like, a, to me, the only, thing, the only way I can explain it, it, was, it felt like an electric shock going through the top of my head coming down. I felt it that strong. That in that. Already, already the faith that I had, and that just growed even more. That gave me something more I could believe in. Even though I couldn't see it, I couldn't feel it, I couldn't grab a hold of it, it wasn't really tangible, but I had a faith and a belief in it uh, of that, that doctrine that was taught to me because I experienced it right then. As there, and it can be more uh, described as uh, a divine persuasion of God, if you will, that when that happens and transpires, has there been someone else that has had some kind of divine persuasion from God that that gave you belief and a faith in something that you couldn't see, you couldn't necessarily touch, but you knew it was real and you knew it existed. You knew that. It's like a divine just intervention kind of thing. And I believed in that, and my faith grew in that when I when I received that. And I believe it wholeheartedly today, and I'm still growing in it. Uh, I'm not going to give up on it because I know it's real. I know it's it's something that's you can't explain it away. That's what that's what tears up uh, society and the scientists. They want uh, tangible evidence of something. They want proof. They're still looking for the one direct link that the Big Bang Theory happened. They want that direct link and proof so they can quit calling it a theory. But it, but is the faith and belief in God that I have and what I have felt through Him, what He has showed me and my faith in Him, I believe what the Scripture says. I believe in what the Word says, that He is a creator. He created the heavens and the earth and everything that is within it. That is what I go on. Hebrew, the book of Hebrews puts the uh, faith definition as this, and everyone knows it, Hebrews 1, 11 and 1. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's how the book of Hebrews puts it. In Romans chapter 8 and verses 24 and 25, For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with a perseverance. So I thought about th- I thought about this uh, yesterday. You know, today the sun come out. Now yesterday I could have hoped for some sunshine. It wasn't manifested. I couldn't go outside and see it, so I couldn't. Be- I, you know, I knew it was up there somewhere under the clouds, but I couldn't see it. It wasn't manifested. But today I'm no longer hoping in the sunshine, but I can see it. It's outside. It's there. It exists. I can see it. I can feel it. I can feel that warmth from the sun. Praise the name of the Lord. Faith is given by God. It is given by God. Romans 12 and 3, Paul says, For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, do not think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Praise the name of the Lord. Faith is also a fruit of the Spirit. In Galatians 5 and 22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, 
peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. So it is a fruit of the Spirit, and we know, once again, it comes from God. Now, our walking in the Spirit, we get, we get those spiritual gifts from God. We can walk in faith through Jesus. He is what gives us that uh, faith that we stand on. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to His name. Being victorious in our faith will extinguish these fiery darts that we read about in Ephesians 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. I looked up this uh, the shield here in, in the Greek, and it is pronounced thureos. In Greek, it is a large oblong shield protecting every part of the body, said to look like a door. And they would wrap strips of leather or fabric on it so that when wet, it would extinguish an inflamed arrow. And that's in the physical, and, that, and that's what they would do. Sometimes they would uh, dip it so that those fiery uh, arrows would come out their way in battle. When they hit that, it would be extinguished. And in the spiritual, we're talking about what the devil's doing, like what uh, Paul was saying here, the fiery darts of the wicked one. Every time we go out into society and walk, we, we go out, the devil is looking to shoot some fiery darts, some, something that's in flame, and that way when it hits you directly, it's going to uh, uh, catch you on fire and, cha- and change you, try to change you. But if we have that shield of faith that blocks us completely, that's completely covered us, it will, it will quench that out. It will stomp it out, snuff it out. There's no way that, that it can withstand that power of that faith that you have in Jesus. Does anybody have that power, that faith in Jesus right now? Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. He, he, is for, he hates that what we have. He hates that we have that faith in Jesus. He, has, he hates that, that we have that hope in Jesus of our, of our salvation. He can't stand us, so he's always looking to shoot shoot those fiery darts at you, trying to get to you, trying to, trying to tear you down, trying to tear that faith down. That's why it's so important to keep that shield of faith uh, protecting you, n- never letting that guard down, keeping that fully blocked, protecting your whole body. Glory to his name. Peter shows us an example of how quickly the devil will throw a fiery dart at you, even in the presence of Jesus. Even in his, let's look at Matthew chapter 14, beginning at verse 36, a story we all know very well. Praise the name of the Lord. Matthew 14, glory to his name. Talk about Jesus walking on the water. Praise the Lord. Beginning in verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. If you get picked up, it's a dart, it's a fiery dart of fear that he's done shot out. And Peter answered to him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come out on the boat, he walked on the water to Jesus. Right there, he just got hit. He just got hit with that fiery dart. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. Now, Jesus just stretched out his go-go gadget arm, right? Now, we're talking about Jesus in the flesh, the man in the flesh. Now, it wasn't his go-go gadget arm. He, he, even, even though he could have, 
That ain't what happened. He was right there beside him. He reached out his hand and picked him up and, and saved him when Peter cried out to him. But the devil was still right there, even in that presence, trying to put fear in him and trying to get him scared. And that's exactly what the devil is trying to do to so many church people, so many people in society. He wants you to be afraid of the truth. He wants you to be afraid of the gospel. He wants you to doubt the gospel and doubt the truth. He wants you to be just nervous and scared. But that is of the devil. That fear is of the devil. It's not of Jesus. Second Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's exactly what the devil is trying to do today in society. He wants everybody afraid and fearsome. If you ever come in contact with fear, something ever it, but disturbs you that where you start feeling scared or nervous, you immediately rebuke that and call on the name of Jesus because that is wrong. You need, to, you need to quench that fiery dart that got shot at you. That's all that is. You need to quench that out right away because that fear is not of God and it, it can and will be quenched and extinguished out when you call on the name of Jesus. Glory to His name. Hallelujah. Because just like Second Timothy said right there, we, uh, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. Glory to His name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, uh, going to uh, back to verse 17 of Ephesians 6. Let's look at that one more time in Ephesians. Glory to His name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Talking about the helmet of salvation. Praise the Lord. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, this helmet of salvation, I want to, I found two stories that I thought were interesting. And because, you know, you, you just question, well, what are we talking about, this helmet of salvation? What is its significance? Why is it important? And we know that a helmet is for the protection of the head, you know, just in the natural. I found a story that talks about a 36-year-old man who was riding a skateboard, and he was riding it without a helmet. And so uh, he had an accident, and because he didn't have a helmet on, he hit his head, and he got uh, a brain trauma, several injuries to his head, plus a fractured skull. And as a result of these injuries, he died. And the emergency personnel on the scene said if he had only had a helmet on, he could have saved his life. But he did not have a helmet, so he, he, and he made that risk. And because of the accident, he lost his life because he did not have a helmet. His head was not protected. The second story is of a better report. It's of an 11-year-old girl who was riding her bike. And she was riding in the street, and she uh, wrecked, as sometimes uh, young kids do. She wrecked and fell, and when she did, uh, she was knocked unconscious. At the same time, there's a moving car coming by and ran over her. It ran over her arm and over the top of her head. But this little girl was wearing a helmet, and she had no life-threatening injuries. It's, the story went on to say that all she had was a swollen elbow and bruises to her face. That helmet protected her where she was still alive and still living. That, so that was a better report. And that's where we come from with this uh, talking about the helmet of salvation. You need a helmet protecting that's guarding that salvation that you believe in, that your faith is strong in, that salvation that your hope is in, that you're trusting in, that one day you will receive. Because today in society, the, the devil is shooting darts at, at, at your head, at people's heads who's not got the helmet of salvation on and making them believe all kind of different things and it's going to carry their soul to hell because they're believing in the wrong thing. That we, we have to believe in the truth of the gospel of Jesus. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Satan is on the move. He's seeking whom he may devour. And he hates you because you have endured and are planning to endure. A lot of this time, this makes it an attack on your thoughts and on your mind when you don't have that helmet of salvation on. It's attacking your thinking. It's trying to change your mind and your thinking. Praise the name of the Lord. But in Matthew 10 and 22, Jesus said, And you were be hated for and you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures shall be shall to the end will be saved. That's the King James Version puts it as shall be saved. The New King James says will be saved. I like the, the, the King James Version says shall be saved. You shall be saved when you endure to the end. That helmet of salvation is, is what's going to in, help you endure to the end and go on to be with Jesus. Glory to his name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This, this is something that is attacked by Christians and society alike, is, is this belief that there's many ways to God. There's many ways to heaven, many ways to salvation, but that's not the case. There's not many ways. There's only one way. John 14 and 6, Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's the only way to salvation. That's the only way to God the Father is that, is that belief in through Jesus and that helmet of salvation. When you believe on that and you accept that, you don't let nothing deter you from that. You don't let any other doctrine deter you from that. That is, that is where salvation is through. It's through Jesus Christ. That is the only way. It ain't Allah. There's no other God that is, that is alive and around or real that is going to give you salvation. It's only through Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Ephesians 5 and 6 puts it this way. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. One God, it is not Allah. Jesus is who is in us. We have, ex- we have received him. He is in us, through us, and he is what gives us that power and that faith that we can just stand on wholeheartedly. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to his name. I want to read to you Galatians uh, chapter 1, uh, 6 through 9. Galatians 1, 6 through 9. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. Paul is saying here there's a, there's a lot of perversion of the gospel that's going on back in that time period, and there's a lot of perversion going on today. There's a lot of trying to change the gospel today. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. And 9 says again, as we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. And that goes for anybody that stands in a pulpit today. If they're preaching any other gospel than the, than the gospel of Jesus and what was taught from the apostles, it is wrong. It is a false doctrine. The only thing that's going to stand is this holy Bible, this word of God. This is what stands. Glory to his name. It is what is truth. It is what is truth and what is real. It's, it's not for me to change it just to make you feel good in your sin. 
If you feel good in your sin and we stand up here as ministers and tell you that it's okay for you to come in and just be comfortable in your sin, that is wrong. We cannot change this gospel to suit your, your feelings and your needs. A lot of people want to go to a church that will allow them to just uh, live how they want to live and, and, and do what they want to do, even though they know it's wrong and it's sinful and it's against God and it's against in the teachings of Jesus. They, they want to be that because it makes them feel comfortable. They don't want any kind of restrictive guidelines, if you will. You know, that, And all that means is they just don't love Jesus. But if you love Jesus, you'll follow his guidelines. You won't worry about what's a sin and what's not. You'll ask him to help you in your walk so you can endure to the end. But today in society, that's a lot of what's going on. There's a lot of churches changing. I even heard a pastor, it was way up north, and I can't remember the church or the uh, pastor's name, but they changed how they dealt with a specific topic because it hurts a too many people's feelings. It, it cut to the bone. Well, that's what the Word of God said. It's like a two-edged sword. It ought to cut to the bone. It ought to change it. It ought to cause you to want to change direction. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. If, if anybody tries to change this gospel, he is wrong for doing so. This is the Word of God. It's not to be changed. It's what we stand on. Praise the name of the Lord. We have to protect our thoughts and minds from Satan's attempt to detour us from, from this evil, this gospel that is true, is, is the word of God is what we stand on. Praise the name of the Lord. First John chapter 5, talking about victorious faith. Talking about your victorious faith. This is the, what the protection of what you need to protect your salvation uh, uh, is. This goes and this also comes into mind, uh, the once saved, always saved. Uh, a lot of people want to say, "Well, I got saved once. I'm okay, and that's going, and that's you know, that's fine. I can still do what I want to do." No, no, you still have to endure to the end. You know, this past week, as a matter of fact, was um, uh, Mardi Gras on Tuesday, and then Ash Wednesday on on Wednesday, and a lot of folks use that as an excuse to go out and have a little fun. Uh, for uh, for the more religious type, they claim it's the eating certain foods. They eat all they want to eat because Ash Wednesday, a lot of things changes. They don't eat certain foods. But a lot of people look at that away, especially for like Mardi Gras, just to go send it up. Go have a good time on Tuesday, send it up, have a good time. Then on Wednesday, oh, they want to feel a little, you know, humbled and brokenhearted about it and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Where is that promise from Tuesday into Wednesday? If you knew it was a sin on Tuesday, you shouldn't you shouldn't guarantee. Yes, yeah, a sin on Wednesday. You shouldn't you think that you got the Wednesday to ask forgiveness? Don't do it. Steer clear from it. But that's the way a lot of people want to do. They just want to do what they want to do, live how they want to live, and and just live in sin and not not worry about it and think that they're once saved is always saved. But if you endure to the end. And you, and you protect your salvation, and you truly love Jesus, and you stand on the Word of God. This is First John in chapter five, beginning in verse four, said, "For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world: our faith. Your faith is going to let you overcome the world. And who else was it that overcome the world?" Jesus. Jesus overcome the world when he raised from the dead. He overcome them and he is up there in glory waiting for us, waiting for that time that he is going to call you for you to be an overcomer. And you will be an overcomer. You endure to the end. You don't let society change it. You don't let the world change it. You don't let these false pastors and teachers trying to teach you something un, un, that's against the Word of God. If it ain't chapter and verse, uh, the, like King James Bible quotes it, then it's not of God. It's got to be of God. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Did I get to five? Let's go. Let's look at five. Praise the Lord. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Everyone that believes that Jesus is the Son of God and has received him, accepted him, and, and is going to stand and guard that, not only guard, let your faith grow, but guard the faith, guard the gospel. You, you believe in it so wholeheartedly, you know, you trust in it. You may not be able to, to see and tend it. You can see testimony and believe in miracles like Pastor was talking about earlier. You can, that's something that grows your faith, makes you strong. When you see that, Sister Tina spoke of a testimony in Sunday school. That's what grows your faith and makes you stronger, makes you want to stand there guarded, completely protected in that shield of faith. And nothing's going to deter you. Nothing's going to harm you. Those fiery darts the devil tries to throw every time you go out there, it, that that uh, spiritual shield, that that Holy Ghost, that's going to that's going to block them all out. You're not going to let it come against you and Jesus. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord, Pastor. You can come back up and get a song ready. I give the Lord praise and glory today, and I want I want each and every one to know to endure to the end. Don't give in to society. Don't change your mindset. Stay strong and true to the gospel of Jesus Christ. He will carry you through. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.